Powered by Lugione Cigars. This is the unofficial and unauthorized Disillusione D program podcast. Welcome, gentle persons, to the society. I am Kaplowitz Media, Kaplowitz Media at mail.com. With me is my co-host, Dion Giolito, owner of Lugione Cigars, www.illusionecigars.com. So, Dion, what's what's going on? Did you change your email account? No. To a mail.com? Has it always been that? Oh, well, not always. It's it's uh, a couple of months. Oh, couple not of months. okay. So, so you did two months ago. That's that's so, well, I did. And, and prior to that, I changed it like eight years ago. I don't know. You, you know, when you say, did you change it? I'm like, no, not this morning. Right. Not, not this week. Not this week. You know, um, so how are you doing? I'm kind of in a state. I'm kind of, I I feel like I'm a little disconnected from everything. I think everybody's disconnected. I woke up, I had back, I mean, lower back. I slept wrong or something. You know, you just, you, you, you you lounge about, you're, you just, uh, you're just a 'er (laughs) ne'er-do-well, a layabout, a A man of louter. I don't know. I just, I I woke up and I, I just got this lower back, uh, you know, this tightness or this ache, and I tried to roll it out this morning. I really didn't. I mean, I, mm. I, I rolled it for like a minute and then decided to not do it. So I'll, uh, I'll try and roll it out again when I get home. But I think I just slept wrong, you know. Whatever. Well, you know, you hit a certain age and sleep becomes dangerous. Yeah. So, you know, no, no shame in the game. And yeah. uh, to, to quote Johnny Cash, I hurt myself today. <laughs> When you get of a certain age. Wasn't he quoting somebody else on it? But yeah, give him all praise. Yeah, Uh, somebody else wrote that song. Somebody else wrote it. And my Johnny Cash, since I'm Jewish, is of course Leonard Cohen. Mm. I I, I never caught Johnny Cash too hard. I I think I miss him a little bit. I don't know. One of my all-time favorites. Kind of a swing and a miss for me. But that being said, I never turned him down. You know? You should so so to give you a idea you say everybody's out of sorts a little bit it's 9 30 last night okay and i'm making breakfast for snack tray for my kid and he looks up at me from across the table and goes dad is tomorrow saturday or sunday and today yeah. is monday yeah. everybody i think has done that at some point in time. i did i did that the other day Gosh. i did that yesterday i thought yesterday was monday i'm Ready? I'm like, all right. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go do the podcast. <laughs> I look and and Shannon's like, no, it's Sunday. And I'm like, no, it's not. And sure enough, I look at my phone. And I'm like, mother. So uh, then, then you got to tell the missus she's right, and you never want to do that. Uh, you, okay. you, but so so we had a couple of things we wanted to talk about today, and we arrived at them quite naturally. But I, I do want to say, even more naturally than naturally, I'm going to throw you a curveball, Dion, because we did talk before this and we shot ideas at each other like we always do. And um, I got something I wanted to talk about instead of that thing I wanted to talk about. That's so, fine because I really didn't talk want to talk about that one thing. I just didn't know yeah, where well, to go with it. Well, who does? You know, uh, I thought like, hey, that's a good thing. 
And then that thing could lead to other things, of course. And then you go down the thing hole. And uh, I was do trying we to want think, to? Yeah, I was trying to think of what other things it could lead to. And I'm just, I was drawing a blank. I'm like, this is going to be a disaster. Well, define disaster, first of all. And then once you define it, prove that it hasn't ever happened uh, on this program with on a pretty consistent basis. But yeah, you know, things are things and then there's stuff. And sometimes you confuse the two and you wind up thingless. But I did want to talk about a thing that's kind of a very uh, a ti- a timely thing. But um, I don't know if there was something pressing with you that you wanted to talk about. And I, I think just since everybody is so disjointed and they're sitting at home and they're just hitting play on random podcasts, I think um, we owe it to that captive random audience to be a little more freewheeling than even than even usual. Hmm. Really? Because we yeah. talked about that. We talked about that and we talked I about know, what I know, way I, it went. Yeah, you know, and, and the pregnant pause that that was met with. So here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like any good citizen, Dion, I am compulsively washing my hands. And I, I don't mean to brag, but I've been doing that and social distancing since like the mid to late 80s. It's nothing new for you. It's nothing new for me. It's nothing new for me. My social life has changed somewhat. But not in a hugely marked way, not in any way like, I, whoa, today is the day I would have gone out to the bar or to, uh, this is my movie night. Now I can't. It, it's not. It, it you, hasn't changed much. You don't, go to a, you don't go to a bar. You don't go to bars. You, it, it might be your Shake Shack night. <laughs> <laughs> it's my root, my root beer float cheat yeah. at the A&W on the coast. That's right. Yeah. Which, by the way. One of my favorite spots. I kid you, you not. You like A and W? Okay, so drive-throughs, right? Uh, okay, if we look at a place like A and W, I guess it kind of it kind of matters on where you go on which A and W. Uh, because I knew a guy that used to own an A and W franchise. He owned both of them here, and huh. he, even though I liked A and W, the root beer, he would probably get that from corporate. But I mean. So they sure. would come into my shop and sit down and they would talk about where they would get their food and the time. And, and, you know, you're just, you're listening and you're like, I don't want to go there anymore. <laughs> I'm listening to these guys talk about one, one guy, one guy owned a franchise, uh, taco time, really Ooh. good place. Really good guy. Yeah. Love that place. Great place here too. Yeah. Yeah. So the other guy owned an A&W and you know, they're just talking shop, right? They're sitting in the lounge talking shop and, uh, I'm listening to the guy at A&W and, I, and I'm eating and now I'm starting to correlate like that, that, that big Papa burger, that triple cheese, big Papa burger or that, mm. that corn dog. I'm like, now, okay, I get it. These are coming from smart and final or they're coming right. from here that, you, you know, it's like not the beef burger. It's like beef and beef byproduct. And then, you know, the, the corn dog, <laughs> it's like, I, it's, it's, can you get a step lower than chicken corn dog? Because that's kind of like what it was to me. And soy. I, I just, yeah. To, to answer I, your question, soy. I'd probably eat a soy corn dog before I ate these chicken dogs. Anyway, so, but the, so when this other dude on the A&W, it was fantastic. Loved it. Okay. So I really do like the drive in, the drive up uh, restaurants. So, but I have to say, 
um, and I'm probably going to get a lot of a lot of uh, heat for this, but the Sonic Hot take. Yeah, this this whole Sonic thing. Not a <laughs> fan of it. I mean, their burgers. It's it's like it's like tumor meat. I mean, not going anywhere near it, man. No, no, and, and and it's funny because you mentioned drive-throughs, and I immediately go to Sonic because that's like their thing. Like, like I've been social distancing since the '80s. They've been predominantly what you would call like some kind of curbside uh, hybrid mixed with drive-through. You know, you don't go into a Sonic, which you think would work perfect right now. The Sonics, all these drive-up places, they should be packed, right? They should be packed yeah. with people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just I've waited longer for food at Sonic than any other restaurant of that kind. I've waited for forty minutes for a freaking burger before, and not just once, maybe twice. I don't know. The food at Sonic is just disturbing to me. I mean, worst, even the commercials dogs, are disturbing. Worst hot dogs on the face of the earth are at Sonic. You don't like the commercials. Well, you just look okay. So you, you kind of equate it with okay, what's going on in your life and how that okay, yeah, that looks good. Comfort food, right? They got the melt, the patty melt, and then I'm looking. It's like okay, Sonic has this happy hour. Come in and get these freezes or whatever. These like eighty four ounce razzleberry, just these sugar bomb freezes. I'm like. <laughs> You drink one of those. You don't have diabetes right now. You're going to have it after you drink one of those things. So I'm thinking like, you know, hmm. the tumor meat burgers, the, 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 six, the six cups of sugar in these, in these freezes that they do. I don't know. what I've never had one, but you just look at it and you're like, those look so friggin' sickly sweet. Like yeah. two sips of those, you're in a diabetic coma. But, yeah. but you know, is it fun? Of, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I don't want to try it. It's like, it's like well, yeah, I, I, I want to avoid it. Maybe it's somebody's comfort food, but comfort food, of course, means different things to different people. And it just might, you might not be their demographic. I know I'm I, not. I, I might not be, yeah. I mean, because look, I like patty melts. I like cheeseburgers. I like freezes. I like milkshakes. Right. I like all it's America. Goes, right. I like all that stuff that goes with the, 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 the traditional American diner. But I look at the Sonic and I'm just like, you know what, man? This is the first time I've ever actually looked at something and known right away that is not good for me. I'm not going <laughs> anywhere near it. I mean, you know, McDonald's uh, doesn't even do that. I look at, you know, they got Big Mac commercials on TV, right? Eh, right. It's, it's kind of a benign thing for me. I look at a Sonic commercial. And I look at one of their burgers, or I look at what, and, and it's just it's it's like a big red flag. There might be two things going on at play there. When I want a burger, it's a completely different craving, a completely different itch I need to scratch than a yeah. Big Mac. Because if I want a burger and I get a Big Mac, that was nice, but I still want a yeah. burger. A Big Mac's not a burger. Right. And really, not much at McDonald's is, to be honest. But that being said, I like McDonald's. That's my comfort food. Whenever I don't feel well, when I start feeling a little better, usually my first meal is something from McDonald's. It just always feels nice. And I guess that would be comfort food. But at, for me, Sonic, and this is a hot take of all hot takes because I'm going to come down pretty hard on a pretty popular place. Sonic for me is the food equivalent of Target. I know a lot yeah. of people like Target. 
Target is hip. Target is cool. Target is trendy. If you're in that tax bracket and you're looking for something that's not Walmart. But every time I go to Target looking for something in particular, I always have to settle for something that's almost what I was looking for. Not quite what I wanted. Not quite what I, you know, came in there for. But hey, I don't want to make another stop. So this is good. It, it, it's not. It's not too expensive. It's, like it's kind of cool. I, 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 I don't not like it. Yeah. And I do like looking around. If I had to mull around somewhere back in the day when you could just loiter, you know, outside of your living room, it, Target's a nice spot. There's stuff to look at. But if I go with yeah. a shopping list, I'm always lateral to that list when I'm at Target. Well, they don't have a, but they kind of have a point two. Like this will do while I'm here. And it's good. And that's kind of the thing I get from Sonic, except from that target checks me out right away or I self check, which I hate. Don't even get yeah. me beyond started on self checking, but um, the target, the target is fine. I like it. I mean, I've gotten things at target still. I use some things today that I've gotten from target. Uh, so it's, it's nice. It's it, like you said, it's kind of like a little step up. I think it's just merchandise a little better. I mean, and look, they got some nice brands. I look, Back in the day, um, mm. they, I, I don't know. I never shop for clothes or anything like that. But, you know, occasionally when you need to like when this was a subject in the past, you know, like if you needed a pillowcase or a sheet or whatever. Sure. Martha Stewart, you know, Martha Stewart made some nice stuff and she had some pretty quality stuff that she came out with. Now she had Martha Stewart. Wait, Martha Stewart Target. was Target? Then, yeah. I thought that was yeah, Kmart. She, no, 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 no. I, 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 I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Okay, wait. Martha Stewart had some stuff. She had like cookware, uh, maybe yeah. at Target. I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, maybe the sheets. Okay, it really doesn't matter at this point. I think we should probably move away from. But anyways, well, but I think your your point is well taken. That it's the the comparisons, the analogy, I'll accept it. The Target and the Sonic. Okay, I'm headed. It. I'm headed most likely to Target later, and. Um, I'll get to why I'm there. I'm headed there in a bit, but, um, and you'll I'm probably going... settle for something that you, that you don't want. Well, yes, <laughs> yes, but that will do. And at a fair right. price and might look a little cooler, but I'm going there because of the clientele where I'm at. Walmart and target are right across like a little three way from each other. I don't want to, during a plague, go... I don't mean to sound like an elitist, but I don't want to go to Walmart and have to navigate that kind of clientele. I'm trying well, to... I'm very... I'm taking mincing strides here because I don't want to come across, like I said, like an elitist or yeah. uh, oh, anything like yeah. that. You, you know, like I'm a man of the people. I think that's clear. Uh, I'm a Look, common well, man. Well, I'm salt Walmart, of the earth. But I think, I think Walmart... Yeah. Target seems cleaner. And that could go to the merchandising. But it also I seems just, like a more yeah. responsible person might shop there. I can imagine going to Walmart and being coughed on by somebody with like some kind of a skin affliction that's visible, you know, uh, yeah. target seems better. I don't know if you want to correct me on that. It's kind of an important matter. This no, is like it, it, it is. life and death, perhaps, you so, know, where yeah, do I Walmart, cast my lot? Walmart on, 
an average day. Okay. Walmart on an average day could probably, for lack of better words, could be a little, could be a little problematic. Dicey. Put it that way, right? A little dicey, a little problematic, but you interweave the apocalypse, the end times with Walmart. (laughs) And I would tend to have to agree with you. I would tend to agree that you would probably want to avoid it. It just seems like it seems like on my list of places to avoid currently. DMV. Okay. Uh, I don't think they're even open right now. Well, well, no, I'm thinking I'm thinking like places. That's true, too. So maybe that's a moot point. But I'm thinking like social security offices. I'm thinking like uh, clinics. I'm thinking like just places like that. And for some reason, Walmart slides into that grouping of the DMV of uh, just like the, what, what am I looking for? Like the, like the, the, like the bureaucratic state sponsored yeah, no. stuff that it just yeah. seems like you go there and who are you going to complain to when you get the block the, of the block of government cheese? It, it just falls right into there. So I'm going to target later is the deal. And I am running low on soap and I, don't mean to scare anyone. Good luck with that. I know. I, what, what I and the thing is, I'm not really running low on soap. This is this is the heart of the matter that I've been trying to get to, and we're there. And I just wanted to pinpoint, put a flag in there. This is where I'm at. This is what the impetus is behind this whole unfurling. Is I have plenty of soap, Dion. But it's, and I'm talking hand soap, uh, but it's liquid. It's like uh, I somehow came onto uh, across under my sink. I have like a, like a, like maybe two gallons of hand soap that you. So you want the bar, you're looking for the bar soap? I'm a bar soap man. I see, I'm not a bar soap guy. I used to be a bar soap guy a long time ago until. So, like, I don't know, maybe it goes back to the fraternity days or, like, living with, you know, after that, living with, you know, like, a couple of guys, you know, uh. after getting out of school, you know, sharing sharing uh, things and maybe this, you know, you run out of soap and then you grab this other guy. So, it's like, well, okay, then you start thinking, well, where is this bar of soap actually <laughs> been? <laughs> right? Yeah, well, not everybody, not everybody is responsible with a bar of soap. Right. So, if... If I'm like at a sink, if I'm like in the garage, like if I'm in a garage setting, uh, like my hands are greasy, like I've been working on a car or something, the bar of soap is okay because actually my hands are probably dirtier than the bar of soap. But if I'm like <laughs> in in a in a home environment and I look at a bar of soap, I'm like, oh, what's there's a hair on that? Who's that hair? Oh, what God. variety of hair is that? Right, the horror. So, I just I backed away from bar soap years ago. So like even if I if 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 I'm on vacation, I mean if it doesn't come out of a pack hmm. and I'm not the exclusive user of that bar soap, I won't touch it. I won't touch it. That's user error in a way. And I'll tell you why. Because by every sink in my house, well, not now, but maybe later, um, there's a bar of soap. There's in the kitchen, in both the bathrooms, and in the shower. I only live with my kid, so we each have a bar of soap. 
but so it's not a very communal thing. And when it is a communal thing, it's, you know, I'm washing my hands in this sink. We all could have guessed what I did before. You know, it's like if there's a contextual safeness to using that bar of soap. Right. It's it's his soap and, and your soap. I mean, but, you know, he goes out. He's maybe playing and maybe he's he's floating. Uh, he puts together this little stick boat and he's floating it down the gutter. <laughs> Was he going out to play in the 20s? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you, you know, you don't know what you don't. He's know shooting marbles, do, right? At the park right. with the other rap scallions, right? Right. <laughs> no, and, and you, so you don't know. I mean, the, the, is he out there? The allure is he out there building little things with uh, goose poop? You, you just don't know. Well, and then he comes in and he washes his hands, or does he? I'll, Maybe I'll he tell you one thing. Minutes. I'll tell you one thing. A lot of times when he does go and play in the park, which is not now, it's closed. They freaking closed the park. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not above hosing that little thing off, that little kid off before he even gets to a bar of soap. I mean, I've done it. No shame. You know, there's a spigot outside. There's a hose outside. You know, why don't you knock some of that off? I'll tell him before you come in. So, look, so when you look, when you go to Target, I think the safe play is if you can find it, which I doubt you'll find. Right. You got to start getting the, the pump soap. You know, the little foam soap or the pump oh, soap. Oh, because... oh, 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 foam soap, no good. I know. There's probably little, if any, soap in there to begin that's with, true. right? And what is it clean? Beggars can't and be choosers. But, it, yeah. but it's all about my my attraction to the bar soap is, is very similar to George Burns and his cigar. It's pacing. You get the, you wet your hands, you pick up the bar of soap, a lather begins to form. You put the soap down back in the tray and you continue the lather. It's pacing. You know you're yeah. washing your hands properly. When you get foam already lathered up out of the pump, like some kind of pre-chewed food, my game is shot. I mean, I'm lathered okay, already. So what the hell? Am I done? Yeah, but look at it this way. I mean, you pick up that bar of soap and it's like, it's like picking up George Burns' cigar, right? That, he, that he's already that he's already puffing on. It may be a little dry. It may still be a little wet at the end. No way. Forget it. I'm not picking up somebody else's cigar on purpose. I'm not picking up somebody else's bar of soap. That's just I'm not doing it. I don't care if there's like antimicrobial bacterial things on there that, that would like disinfect. Uh, whatever it is that's on the surface area of that soap, I'm not picking it up. So, so, no, so, so it. let me talk about the dangers of the pump. We remove removing foam because I refuse to dignify foam pre-foamed soap with any type right. of response. There's a pump, and I do also have liquid soap, like I said, and it's in pumps, one in each bathroom, and inevitably at the top of the pump. There's not often a little bit of dirt. We're, there is. It's not the there perfect is. delivery system. Not for the home use yeah. when, when you're out so and about. Yeah. But your hands are dirty, right? Your hands are dirty. And then you do the one or the two pumps, all right, with the dirt, two pumps. With, with maybe with the dirty top, two pumps. Then you wash your hands. Then pretty much you're clean and you move on. I, could, I guess you can make the argument, well, if the bar of soap is dirty, you do the same thing. Well, no, no, it's not because maybe that little hair that's sticking to it now, maybe it's stuck to your wrist. Maybe it just didn't wash off. Uh, I, 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 no, I, it's not like I don't see where you're coming from. 
And I and then you should wash. You should wash the pump anyway. I do wash the pump, and my kid actually makes fun of me. Like I I I I wash it or I wipe it down with alcohol. I'm a huge alcohol proponent. I, I also always have alcohol handy by the sinks, just like regular isopropyl rubbing seventy something percent alcohol. Yeah. I used to have a bunch of that, the denatured alcohol, the isopropyl. Yeah, yeah, the the, find it anymore. the rubbing out. Yeah, I I think it's extinct mm-hmm. now. And yeah. and I remember back in the day, I would use that as like a hand sanitizer and occasionally somebody would say, "Well, you know, hand sanitizers aren't good. They're killing good stuff and bad stuff." No, that's true. It, that's true. Yeah, but where are those people now? They're probably dead. Because No. Uh, I mean, where are we at? Like, uh, it seems like if it's, it seems like hand sanitizer is the answer, or am I wrong? No, am I missing look, I something? Think, I think. Look, I think it goes back to just using regular soap and water because there's that thing now where these these hand sanitizers they kill not only the good bacteria right. but the bad bacteria. And what that happens now is these bacteria or these viruses or whatever it is, they kind of build up a resistance to the hand sanitizers and they morph into something completely different. And so I look oh. at it like now, if we, if we turn into a society of strictly hand sanitation, hand sanitizer users, mm-hmm. it's going to be no different than uh, lead poisoning with the Romans. Okay. It's just something <laughs> that you don't think about, but it's always there. I mean, the slow-running Romans, I mean, they don't know why they're getting poisoned. They don't know why they're in zombie mode. They're drinking the water, you know, the piped water into their into their habitats, their little habitations. Right, right, but right. the lead has poisoned them. I think that if we're not careful, that the, the hand the sanitizer lead, is, is... The lead continues to poison. The hand sanitizer continues to kill. You want to give me a new virus? This 70% isopropyl will kill that too. I think we need more sanitizer. I don't think it, this is a time to back down. I think we need to get on the offensive. Well, probably right now. I think I think that's that's true. But I think if you look at it, maybe. And I'm not a doctor, right? But I just kind of read articles. I read the kind. I read the backs of things. Yeah, I read headlines. Uh, and there is that possibility, and it has been known to where this stuff kind of builds up a resistance. So you think you're washing it off your hands. It's still there. It's probably come out. Now it's now it's 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 popping the, the hand sanitizer. It's drinking the hand sanitizer like like protein milkshake. It's just making it stronger. <laughs> it's doing it's doing more push-ups in the corner. Exactly. So now you got this this Brock Lesnar of of viruses that has been born from the hand sanitizer, and now you can't kill it. It's just and, like and the, it's got a chip on the, its shoulder. Yeah, same thing with the the antibiotics. You know, there's these strains that are coming out with the antibiotics that, that are resistant to antibiotics. Oof. And so that's the scary thing, right? So we have to kind of like take the blinders off and and say, look, man. I mean, the plague was essentially cured with soap and water, good hygiene practices, right? Mm, right. Wipe down the surfaces, soap and water, man. Soap and water got us out of. Uh, the black all that stuff the black plague back in the in the dark ages the middle ages right and 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 again uh, just to be clear you're absolutely right about soap and water i am never going to posit hand sanitizer instead of soap and water no but it is a good quick fix oh absolutely like if you're in an airport boom 
hand, hand sanitizer. I'm using hand sanitizer 30 times through the airport. Right. At home, no, nah, it's just a, it's just a little soap. Wash my hands off. That's it. You know. Yeah, I, I, I don't. So I guess liquid soap would be the the honey hole. That's the sweet spot between yeah. uh, bar soap and I mean, yep. am I wrong with the foam? I just don't like the pre foamed stuff. Yeah, neither do I. I mean, it, look, it works good in a pinch, but you know, we were talking the other day, my wife, and I'm like, well, there's, there's, uh, it doesn't feel like there's much soap in there. She's like, yeah, I kind of refilled it. I love all. I was like, well, it's kind of diluted now. It's really not doing what it's supposed That's to be. That's a concern. That's a concern you know? because so it, you're getting like, a lot of sizzle, not a lot of steak. Yeah. With that foamy right. stuff. Yeah, it's it's kind of like cut, you know. It's like when you take your key of cocaine and you cut it with baby powder and you cut it with aspirin and stuff. It's like <laughs> it's the same thing with the foam soap. <laughs> it's like it's like why do you want to cut soap? Soap costs soap costs almost so nothing. little, so little. And now you and now you're cutting it, and it costs more to cut it. So the act like, of okay, cutting it. Yeah. Right. Well, and then to put it in those nice little pumps and the little things that, that say, you know, cherry blossom. And orchard that, maybe that's or, a problem, too, because they're so frou-frou. They're yeah. almost woo. I'm using a lot of fake words, yeah. but you know what I mean? It, like, it, you don't get a lot of hardcore foam soap. You don't get a lot right. of get her done. Back to work. Yeah, foam like, soap. My hands may not be clean, but they sure smell. Yeah, like- what do you mean they're not clean? They smell like lavender. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I you, you I know, know what I like to smell as far as clean. I like to smell alcohol. I like to smell ivory soap, and I like to smell bleach. Those are those are three clean yeah. smells that I really like. I don't need the lilac. I don't, and I'm not trying to come across no. like some kind of homophobe or something. I understand that you know there's there's man cannot live by bread alone you need a lilac sometimes you need you know you need some whimsy but especially in these times whimsy will kill you yeah look i like the winter spice in my cigars i don't necessarily like the winter spice in my soap (laughs) winter (laughs) spice yes that's previously known as christmas spice Yeah, yeah cinnamon clove uh those nutmeg of kind of nutmeg, yeah right, yeah those right. are pleasant and lovely yeah. to smell when you walk into a home but mm-hmm. when i lovely living rooms fra- living room fragrance fragrances but not kitchen and bathroom fragrances kitchen and bathroom yeah, hit like me with nice... the alcohol hit me with the bleach yeah. hit me with the ivory soap and I like a nice clean smell. That's it or nothing. Because it's like if you're walking around with that on your hands, you just kind of you smell it all day, and then it becomes annoying. You're like God, and then you try and have you ever done this? You you go and so you you use this this fragrant soap, right? And then you're like, man, I I, I just can't get rid of it. And you go and you go get like the the Dawn or the Dove or the whatever it is the 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 Ajax yeah. the the liquid soap, and and you wash your hands with it. And you still smell the winter spice. Yes. It's, it's, it permeates. It's it permeates. Yeah. And, and I feel like it, it, it gets involved with other stuff. Like I make a lot of bread. I wouldn't want to wash my hands yeah. with that kind of thing and then need some dough because it's going to. For 10 minutes. Yeah, that's, uh, that's just rubbing off that loveliness on your bread. Yeah, not, not cool. Not cool at not all. Cool. Not cool at all. But I, I am one more point. I'm saying ivory soap. You're not a bar guy. I'm a bar guy as far as soaps. It's got to be ivory. 
it's got to be ivory. If I yeah, if I had if I had a choice, like if you sent me to the store right now and say pick up some soap, that's the only thing you can use. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'll use the ivory soap. The Irish Spring, it smells good, but it's still kind of it's very right? strong. And I ha- and also I yeah. have sensitive skin, and it doesn't always hit me quite right. The Irish Spring. And um, it's about time they named that something else because the, it, it, hasn't anybody complained about the Irish Spring yet? Is is that not racist? Is that is that is that happening? I don't now? know. It seems thing? like the, it seems like it should be. I think they were probably the first to have the spring of some kind, right? I guess maybe it's more of a delightful ode, but it it just it's no Washington Redskins, but it's still a little problematic. Don't you think in this day and age, the Irish, Irish Spring, is there not like some kind of an Irish rights group that's just furious over that? Uh, yeah, right. I mean, somebody, somebody should be grumpy out there about it. So there, there should be a hashtag out there. <laughs> there should be some form of hashtag that goes against all of the Irish Spring use. In fact, you know what? I don't even see commercials of Irish. Spring. Used to be a lot. You're right, though. A You're lot. right. That was like the soap maybe commercial. Just, yeah, maybe they've just given up. They're like, eh, you know what? We've taken it as far as we can go. <laughs> They're flying under the radar uh, until further notice. Sales are good. Sales are good. Why spend all the money on advertising when uh, it just it, it flows to our, our bottom line? Uh, it, it's a household name. It's recognized. It's probably still the preferred choice. Of the single guy soap, the sh- and, and it's interesting because that's very much it's a shower soap. You right. you don't get it to put next to a sink. I don't think anybody had that. That would be psychotic to put hey, let to me put it next. Uh, imagine Irish Spring in a half bath. There's no shower. Yeah. There's just a basin, a sink, a vanity, and there's a bar of Irish Spring. That's not a house I want to be in. That scares me. But. By the same token, you walk into a bathroom after the Irish Spring has been used. That's nice. That bathroom smells pretty That's good, nice. right? Like if somebody has used the Irish Spring in there and it still has, it's still a little humid in there. It's still a little, and you, you smell the air. It's, it smells, That's nice. it, it makes the whole bathroom. And retains good. its cleanliness. It's a clean scent. It's a crisp scent. It's not like some heavy essential oil woo shit. You know, it's, 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 right. you could tell somebody got clean using mm-hmm. that so yeah i will go with you on that but it's not a hand so it's it's it's, it's just not a hand so no no it's it's like it's like first yeah you, you ever you ever walk past someone back when you were allowed to and they smell like ivory have you ever had that or is my nose like super hypercharged i don't know yeah now, does that come from the soap, or does that come from what you've used in the wash? I, I don't know. You know that fresh I, I don't smell. know. It's it's really always almost troubled me because I use so much ivory on my hands, on my body. I don't wash my clothes in it, but I never smell like it. I would love to carry that smell with me. Could you imagine walking around well, smelling you know, like ivory all day? You probably do. You probably do smell like that to other people, but you just can't smell it. It's like, you know, when you put on uh, cologne. <laughs> I, I don't, but I do. Yes, like, yeah. 
Well, okay, but you, you'll know. You'll 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 know yeah. where I'm going with this. You you put it on and you'll smell it for like five minutes, and all of a sudden you can't smell it anymore. Nose blind. You'll always nose blind. But yeah, right, right. But people will people will smell it, right? And then the, there's always the guys out there. It's like, oh, I can't smell it anymore. And then they go put more on. Then then you can smell them coming from like thirty feet away, yes. right? And you're like, oh, and then and then it just permeates the air. And then all of a sudden you're getting a little nauseous, even even within your, a queasy, your six feet a little of, queasy. Yeah. A, 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 they're and I like there. to call those guys Russian. Oh, I, I mean, okay. I don't want to throw shade at anyone. I just it 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 seems to me that there is a lot of people of uh, Slavic origin that smell a, of a lot of cologne, I, Eastern Bloc descent, I, 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 with a heavy emphasis on scent. Yes, it's a it, it's it's to me it's very much a thing. But yeah, I, I don't. I haven't used cologne in years. I remember the last time I used cologne, I was mm. like, uh, I was slightly post pubescent, and I was told that's what I needed to do by my other slightly post pubescent friends. We needed to get some cologne, you know. So the reason why you needed to do that, right? Because when we were kids, and this goes all the way back, back into the days of why people used to wear cologne is they used to cover up their friggin' body, right, right, right. right. Because the, the people didn't didn't believe in taking a lot of baths or showers back then, but they would wear these perfumes, these scents, these oils, to kind of like mask it or to intermingle with your with your natural, I don't know, fungus, <laughs> your musk, whatever. But <laughs> a lovely so, pairing. So the thing is, like when you're a kid, right? When you're a kid, it's like, oh man, I really don't want to take a shower. Mm. So it's like, okay, now you're getting into your dad's like your dad's cologne whatever it is he's like oh you know i put on cologne it takes five seconds right. and now it'll mask the the bo of me playing uh flag football right it's it's that awkward moment for, when for you're playing hours. flag football or you know pick up basketball but you're also trying to get a girl but it seems like the other side of right. the moon you know, you're you're in that because you're in that transitional. Right. You're in that transitional thing. It's like, man, I still don't. I, I like girls now. I think I like girls, but I really don't want to take a shot. Right. I don't like but them enough. If I, I like this, them, but if it's right, easy, if I put <laughs> right, right. So if I if I put on this haiku or this uh, canoe canoe <laughs> that uh, that that my dad has, you know, maybe this this enchanting aroma will will bring them to me, or they go, "Oh my God, you smell nice. You smell like ass." And and and, and right, oh. right, and 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 it's funny because scent. We're dealing with scent, of course, when we're dealing with cologne, and it's so tied to memory. And uh, it, you know, like I, I'm not. This isn't a dating advice show. But I would say, and I don't want to get too into this, it's a little unsavory, but I would say if you're of that bent that you want to uh, attract someone via aroma, don't go to the cologne of your generation. Go to the previous generation's cologne because, and, and please don't take this in any wrong way, if you have a, a female telling you that you smell like their dad, you're going in the right direction. And it's, it, 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 I know it's ugly. I know it's, I know it's not cool. And I know people don't want to talk about, but please I, 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 take my word for it. 
as somebody that doesn't wear cologne and uh, doesn't date anymore because how do you date when you have to keep six feet? Is there like an app for that? Like, uh, well, I think that's, it's pretty much done. I think dating is done at this uh, point. Well, good. But like you said, with, with your reference to going back, getting the previous generation's cologne, I kind of believe that, you know, now like I don't, I don't wear a cologne, right? I haven't for like, like everybody, you know, for years, many years. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that still do, but it's like, okay, well, if I were to wear one cologne, right? I was reading this article about Dean Martin and his, his daughter. And he's like, man, he smelled so good all the time. There's one thing that I remember and he always smelled really good. I'm like, well, oh, well, you know, why is that? I mean, you know, he's like Dean Martin, the man's man did everything. He, he, he kind of like had that, that. The the the, the, the ultimate so I, men want to be him, women want to be with him. That yeah. that thing. So it really it really intrigued me what this fragrance was that he wore, and it was called Wood Hue. Wood Hue. And you can't Wood Hue. W o o d h u e. Now you can't get it anymore. I think the original one hasn't been made for years, but now there's other companies that say, oh yeah, this is Wood Hue. This is the original blah blah uh, this or blah blah that. This is the original formula. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, what is that smell? Have you so, smelled it? Have you been privy to it firsthand? No, I've never smelled it. You know, but you just think like, you think like, Las Vegas cigarettes, scotch and sodas, and this probably had to go with it really well. Kind of had to like, uh, kind of like fit into that whole aroma of what was going on back yeah. at the time, and it probably was like a really good accent on the whole on the whole thing of what you were experiencing back then. Right. I mean, you know, steaks, steaks on the open fire, yes. baked potatoes yes. again, you know, walking into a casino, uh, beer in the carpet a little bit smells kind of like, like whiskey. You, you can really smell the cards and the poker tables and the chips. Exactly. And this wood hue, I imagine kind of like complimented that it was kind of like the cherry on the Sunday. So it always intrigued me and I want to find it. Um, and that's I mean, interesting. Uh, there's this, but, but when yeah, I, when I hear so Wood I, Hue, I, I think outdoors. And when I think Vegas, I don't right. think outdoors. So while it complements it, it probably also, it's a good pairing because it's not on the nose. Right. You're bringing a little bit of nature right. like, in with you, a little outdoorsy aroma, yeah. like a hint right. of, I don't always live here kind of thing. Like I do go outside once in a while. Isn't that titillating? Yeah. You know, like that kind of like mm -hmm. that. Also, I'm picturing the smell of a pinky ring. Why is that? Like, it, how does a pinky ring fit into all this? Yeah, you know, a pinky ring, maybe like a nice linen suit, collar, collar, maybe uh, one or two buttons. Shark down. skin. You got it. Yeah, well, no, not shark. Dean, Dean Martin was a, wasn't a shark skin. That's guy, true. He was, know, he was a little more uh, salt of the earth, blue collar, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but he 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 really has like, he, he kind of almost dressed like a like like a southerner, right? You know, he like the nice suits, a um, little lighter on the lighter side. He never, I don't think, from what I saw, for the most part, he never wore dark dark. Interesting, suits, right? He always wore like a lighter suit, maybe like a like a tan suit or a light gray or maybe even like a blue suit. But he he never wore like the dark dark suits. Maybe in like some of the later right, movies, right? Um. Or like in a, in a in a Rat Pack, but by and large, his suits were very very casual, but 
very yeah, and, and, and you know like more of the southern more of a, of a southern like a like yeah a southern l- less urbane than say sinatra sinatra mm-hmm. very urbane dark shiny right you know a, a little more right. tightly fitted right cut from the jib of new york where like say dean martin was cut from the jib of north carolina huh i, I could see that i could see that that's that's very interesting that's very interesting. And that smell, I need to know that smell, that wood hue. Right, right. You've put me on some kind of the journey, I believe. I, I, I need to smell that. Because, yeah, you said, what do you remember about your dad? Of course, it's the smell. We've already said it, scent and smell, hand in hand. And it makes right. you wonder. You, you, don't, you don't smell a lot of smells as far as cologne. People just don't wear cologne very much anymore compared to when my dad was around, when my dad was the age I am. Now everybody was wearing cologne, or at least as a special dress-up thing, but people don't even dress up anymore. So I wonder if there's going to be less memories down the road. You know? Could be. Yeah. And now I imagine if you like go to like one of those nightclubs or whatever, there's a lot of cologne floating around. But why would things. you go there? But yeah, I guess if you want that to be your right. memory in exactly. 30 years, Jesus, that sounds terrible. Could Sound you imagine? So, 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 Target. I got to stick with the bar soap. I'm going to go bar soap first. I also think there's a better chance of there being bar soap than liquid soap. I think you're correct. I really think people are going to go for the liquid real quick, and I have the contingency plan that I do have liquid soap at home if the bar soap hunt fails. But then that begs the question, do I risk going out if it's not absolutely mandated? How bad is it out there, Dion? Like, do I just stay home and suffer through the hand soap that's liquid form? Or do I go out there? It just, just depends, you know. I guess I guess it just depends on uh, where you're at. I mean, you either go really, really early or you go really, really late. I probably wouldn't go like around <laughs> lunchtime. <laughs> I, I'd go. You know? I'd go really late because I'd imagine I'd go late, like late, late, like uh, when people stop trickling in, give the workers there enough time to conceivably clean up a little bit, and then go in. Go like yeah, like twenty minutes before closing time. Man, strange times. Strange. Know exactly what you want. Make a beeline for the thing that you need. Go to the self checkout counter. Then, then you're yeah, cool. yeah. You're don't use cash or at least, you know, keep the change. If it comes to cash, God, I don't want change. And um, yeah, I, I want to do that. And because uh, or maybe, you know, I have a backup. I have that that freaking partial drum of hand soap, the liquid stuff. Maybe I just hit up Amazon and have them deliver it to me. You know, right. So th- that's a thing. Like everybody else. Yeah, but like then, I, you know, I, I received some samples, some coffee samples. What was it, Saturday? Is, is, is that a day still? I don't know. They still have names, I'm imagining. But oh, I think Friday or Saturday, uh, I, I got some samples, some coffee samples. And you should have seen the elaborate nature in which I carefully handled that package. First of all, I pretended I wasn't home. I'm actually pretty close with the UPS guy. I crack jokes with him, but I didn't answer the door. 
I hunkered down in my spare room when it was safe to leave. When I knew he had left the package, I opened up my door and I did not take the package inside. I took it around to my carport and I sliced it open, poured out the contents, threw out the packaging, came back inside, washed my hands, went back outside, got the contents of the package, took them inside, wiped those contents down a bit, washed my hands again, put the contents away, bleached the counter that I used. And I think what I'm saying is, Dion, is I'm going insane. No, I think I think you're not too far off from what every single other person is doing right now. You know, I I, I think in I, I think in no uncertain terms, I do the same thing. Um, but you know, back to the wood, you <laughs> get, get you know, I I, I got to pull you up out of this friggin' hole again because you're just deep diving uh, into the hole. That's me, man. That's me. And. Uh, so I found it, this place called Vermont Country Oh, Store, I love that place. Which, by the way, is... Not a sponsor, but I love that place. Okay, My well, mom then, used to get stuff from there. So they apparently carry Woodhue. I don't know if it's the original formula or the original scent. It's probably their interpretation. But it's a woodsy, floral, and citrus scent that's made for the individualist. Top notes, orange, bergamot, oh. bergamot and citrus. Bergamot Part is citrus. Is sweet but, yeah, anyway, anyway. And and base note is amber, sandalwood, cedar, and musk. So those are pretty much the aromas that you would probably find in any, I think, cologne back in the 40s, yes. 50s, 60s, and maybe even 70s. You musk. know, that musk, you know, musk. that musk, sandalwood, cedar, which are still, I think, to this day, very manly scents, very yes. manly aromas. You know, cedar, you always get, you know, and, and they talk about, you know, if, if I if I look at colognes or things that are like, hitting big and, and again don't wear them but it, they always have like notes of cedar i was gonna tobacco. say tobacco is a popular one because i look at i don't know why i look at half the stuff i do but i do follow yeah. that for whatever reason and and sure, yeah tobacco sure. notes are a heavy heavy thing mm-hmm. at least as of like fairly recent with those aromas so right. yeah you're you're talking about a very uh mature very Time, timeless, timeless very machismo. It's very yeah. macho. And I'm wondering if that's why it's falling off a little bit because macho isn't exactly in style right now. And when you talk about people with fragrances, yeah. it's a stylish group. And not too long ago, well, kind of long ago, Calvin Klein came in. You remember all those unisex fragrances? Yeah, I remember that, I think, for a minute. So maybe that's where I headed. I think they were there and gone. They, right? they hit hard and left. But anyways, now I'm intrigued. You, I, want, I want, I want to order one. You know, if if I get a bottle of this, it'll last me 20 years, and it'll get better every year, right? I, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Cologne kind of goes by the wayside. It it oxidizes, and then it, then eventually at the end, it all smells the same. It all smells like this <laughs> weird, weird. Uh, it all. It, I'm laughing because it all winds up smelling hippie-ish to me. It, it triggers my essential oil, slightly rancid hippiness, like that horrible patchouli yeah. that people still walk around wearing. So, 
it, yeah, so it, it's got to be after I think after cologne oxidizes it probably it, there's probably like this storm going on in this bottle, right? And it's probably like this war of of odors. <laughs> it's like a battle royal and in there. There's probably like one yeah, there's probably like one base odor in there or one base aroma or oil that is just like the strongest one. You know it's going to win. It's going to be a matter of time, whether it's two months, two years, or 20 years or whatever. That one is going to win, and that's going to be the right. only it's, one. It's the smell. predestined last man standing is what it is. But until right, you get right, to that point, right. you know, I mean, I mean, it's, 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 it's like a little prison in there. You have you have new you have new inmates, new fragrances coming up and trying to punch the biggest fragrance in the mouth to establish dominance. Yeah. So they don't, you know, have to do I'm other sure things. It is a war. It is absolutely that bottle within that bottle, that little that little receptacle. No, is it, a receptacle? it, it, no, it, it is not. a it is a vessel. A vessel, right. Within that vessel, there is like World War Five <laughs> going on in that thing. <laughs> biological warfare and they're oh, oh yeah or it, it, it's an it's an odiferous Could you warfare. imagine you hit that at the wrong time uh, yeah i i don't know right. I, i'm i'm not getting into into I, I just i well how much alcohol is in them would they serve to sanitize at all i mean if push comes to shove are we looking at a backdoor way of keeping a little cleaner or is it just completely a mess i think all of it starts Right. I think all of it probably starts with the isopropyl alcohol or something like that, right? Because it has to go into like mist form and then it has right. to dry. Hmm. Might be. Yeah, right. So denatured alcohol is denatured alcohol, then water, and then fragrance. So your first two ingredients are water and alcohol. I would imagine. Oh, no, you're looking, at, I'm looking okay. at now. Okay. I'm looking at. Yeah, How much I'm alcohol? At it right though? now, so because I mean, have, if it's cut, well, so it, it it's the first ingredient. So the alcohol and the water are the two first ingredients, and then fragrance. So you go, you got alcohol, you got water, hmm. and then you got fragrance. So I don't think it's a one third, one third, one third. The alcohol is probably a significant amount because you know when you hit it in the aerosol, it has to stick to whatever it is, and then it has to dry. Otherwise, you'd be like an oil. You know, it'd be like an essential oil. It'd be like <sighs> a patchouli oil. <laughs> they would just kind of like absorb into uh, your skin. Uh, and then, and then you get the not the fabricated musk, but the legitimate musk, the bio musk. And it and your oh god and hair not and good, not good flesh and the dirty hair. Uh, just it makes me nauseous. It just does. Nausea isn't a sign of coronavirus, is it? Uh, I, I think. Per, oh, there, I, I, I don't know. There's, There's probably, probably lots, lots of signs. Of signs. <laughs> <laughs> there are signs that we probably don't. Oh even my know god! Yet. I hope we live long enough to find out. So, I mean, this has been an episode. We, we we've got we've chronicled another yeah. episode of the Disillusion AD program podcast, and uh, wow. I can't believe, I can't believe we, made, we it made it this far. this far. And in five minutes from now, if somebody were to ask me what we talked about, I would look at them with a blank stare. And, and I think that's how we know yeah. we're successful. So congratulations, Dion. Yeah, kudos. Pulled off another one. Well. Fooled them all again. Yeah, fooled ourselves. Well, that's easy. 
that's easy. But to fool other people, I forget what I was saying. Anyway, 